1: 13 Days of Halloween, Devil's Night. A production of iHeart3D Audio, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Headphones recommended. Listener discretion advised.
2: No, no, that's it. that's it. That's it. I got you. You're all right. You're all right now. I got a campfire here. Get yourself dry, friend. Drape this over you. Let me move that guitar. Oh, pup two. Yeah. You're a good pupper. What's his name, friend? Arrow. Arrow. Straight and true. And yours? Max. And mine is barred. Or at least that's what folks call me on account of my talents and proclivities. But enough about me. What you doing in the river, Max?
1: <coughs> Jumped off a train.
2: Oh, the old railway bridge. I bet that's a story. You ain't gotta tell me, but I bet that's a story and a half. You're lucky I'm here, otherwise you'd be a mile downriver by now.
1: Thanks for pulling me out. I... uh, I gotta get to town.
2: Friend, you're shivering like a cartoon dog. Warm up first. Smoke? Mm Mm-mm. Suit yourself. Who's your friend, friend?
1: You mean... Arrow?
2: No. I mean that other friend. I saw two of you downstream. Where? Hey, calm yourself. It's just us now.
1: Whoever you saw, he ain't my friend.
2: Well, you got a friend in Jesus, friend.
1: You a preacher, too?
2: Nah, I ain't taking that up yet. I twisted my ankle and gotta rest it a bit. So I'm biding my time here beneath the bridge like some kind of troll. A troll? Well, I ain't much to look at, right? I live under a bridge, and I know a few things about its crossing. What's a troll if not that?
1: If you say so, mister
2: town, huh? Bradbury, is it? Yeah. Hmm. You're a little ways off, but it's a straight shot. It's the right road up there, but you're you're gonna have to climb up that embankment and cross overhead.
1: Which road is it?
2: I don't know its name. I, I just know where it goes. It'll take you straight in, sure enough. I'm guessing you'd rather stay off the main track. Lots of curious folks out tonight. You might cut through the woods and the hobo camp. But either way, you gotta cross.
1: Thanks for the help, but I got There's gotta... a
2: warden up there.
1: What? Like a guard?
2: Bridges have wardens. Wardens above and wardens below. And here's some free advice the wardens above that you gotta worry about. They're the ones calling the shots. They're the ones with the guns and the dogs. No offense, Harold. They're the reason the whole damn world is in this mess. In their wake, dust and ruin. Remember that. Now those of us beneath the bridges, we look to the rivers and streams, friend. The old way. The old flow. When they built the bridges, they bisected it. They linked lands that shouldn't be linked. Spread the curse of road from here to Timbuktu.
1: I don't think I understand what you're trying to say.
2: Bridges are unnatural things. And they collect unnatural energies, friend. They're a place where boundaries wear thin. They draw in lonesome souls who sometimes find sweet release in the waters beneath the span. They're a place of execution, too, you see. I'll tell you a tale. Across the sea, over in Hent, they have a bridge between town and castle. And there, the Count of Hent had his headsmen ply the trade. Now, it's a shame when a father and son both stand accused of the same crime. But that's what happened in this case. The crime was rebellion, so the axe had to fall. But the Count was a strange man, and to him common ways were even stranger. Most perplexing of all was love, and he wondered which love is stronger, the love of a child for a parent or a parent for a child. So the Count told the father and son he'd spare whichever of them cut the head from the other. Work it out between the two of you, he said. Naturally, the father would only have it one way, and the son reluctantly agreed, tears streaming down his cheeks. The son lifted the blade on high. He brought it down with all the skill and precision he could muster, amateur that he was. But then something miraculous happened. The sword shattered.
1: Against his neck?
2: Against his neck. What could the Count do? He pardoned them both. He threw the broken blade into the waters below the bridge, where it said the heads of the executed swam and leapt excitedly. For something had occurred to break the cycle of death on that unwholesome span of brick and iron.
1: You sure know a lot about bridges.
2: I know a lot about some things and almost nothing about most things. Can't tell you who the president is, but I can tell you about the mud monster of Moore. Right. No. Oh, sit for this one, friend. You're not dry enough yet by half. Up in Iowa, there's a bridge near Moore. And they say that's where a fella drove to after he killed a whole family. Some say his family. With a great, big, bloody hammer. I know. Rough to think about. Impossible to live with. Some say the cops took chase and he drove off the bridge. Others insist he lashed that big hammer to his own neck and just jumped into the drink. Either way, they never found the body. It sank beneath the gray waters and his face was never seen again. But you know how these things go, friend. Everything that sinks must surface, and everything that rises.
0: He came back?
2: So they say. Might be it's just a tale to keep kids away from the bridge, but they say what's left of him does rise up from the muck. A body caked in mud and clay, smelling all like catfish in the crypt. Creeping with a pace of geology. He's slow but unstoppable. And so folks who go messing around the bridge at night sometimes hear odd sounds from the water. Amorous couples who tarry too long might feel a cold clay hand on a thigh. And them's that sleep beneath the bridge during a downpour. They find themselves dragged into the depths. (laughs) Oh, but I done scared your dog. We're fine here, buddy. I got a treat in my bag for you. One second.
1: I gotta go, mister.
2: I know you do, friend. I gotta advise you once more about the warden
1: up there. I'll sneak around him.
2: It don't work like that. You cross the bridge, you cross his gaze, and then you gotta deal with him directly. He'll look you in the eyes, and if you don't know exactly what to do, you'll be his. No homecoming for Max and Arrow.
1: What do I do then?
2: There's an exact course of action, and I'll tell it to you for free. Friend of friends. Legend tells of a goatherd who crossed an old bridge every market day. And who should guard this bridge but a troll. Not a warden beneath, mind you, but a warden above. This troll slept atop the bridge, blocking the way with his loathsome bulk, and the slightest footsteps would wake him to demand payment a single goat, which he'd gobbled down, bones and all. The goat herd always paid up, paid up and tried not to listen too hard to the chewing sounds that followed. But then, one market day, he encountered not one, but two trolls, and they demanded two goats, hardly fair at all, but he paid the toll. He pinched his ears and walked on. Then one day, he came to cross and encountered three trolls, and him only having three goats.
1: And what? You got a goat for me to take up there?
2: No, listen. The goat herd had something better. A mica stone he picked up in the woods. It glittered and shone like silver in the light. A shimmering silver coin, it looked like. And so when the three trolls rose from their slumber, stretching their grotesque limbs in the morning light, the goatherd produced this false silver, held it high for them to fathom, and then he threw it off the bridge. Wouldn't you know those three troll brothers fought and tripped over themselves to claim the coin, and all fell into the river. They washed downstream away from their bridge and its power, Where the sun turned them into rocky isles.
1: I'm going.
0: You
2: see silver. You throw it over the side.
1: Crazy old man.
2: Only way you're making it across, friend.
1: Wasting our time with a bunch of troll talk. Well.
0: someone. These cuffs are too tight! I reckon they are. <clears throat> hey! Stop right there, boy! This one with you!
1: I don't know that kid.
0: Boy, you with him? No! I- Get over here now and don't make me chase you! I'm not gonna ask again, kid. Move!
1: Yes, sir. If
0: anyone's up to something, it's him, officer. Shush it! He's one of those wild boys! He looks like shit! Any more lip from you and I'm not dropping you cell i'm dropping you five miles down the road with a boot in your ass you got it, junior kid you heard him threaten me he means to bust me up bust you up like hell like this i'm dropping the both of you in the sticks kid i said come here
2: i tried to warn him i did and now he sees what that warden's all about He sees where compliance will get him, dragged out to the county line and left in the dark, or worse. He's stuck now, but this is when he sees it, gleaming silver in the moonlight, pinned to the warden's shirt with the text, POLICE, embossed across it. He realizes now I told him true. You see silver, you throw it over the side, otherwise the gig is up.
0: I said get the hell over here, kid!
1: Stop! I didn't do anything! Ugh!
0: You're all wet! Stop! Ah! Goddamn mutt!
2: This is the moment. Heavy, swollen. It swallows up the whole night. The squad car idling there like a beast, burning twin beams into the dark. The teen in bedsheets, <gasps> his nose bloody and his eyes still sooted up like a skull arrow tugging at the policeman's pant leg.
0: Goddamn, mud dog!
2: And there's that badge. Glowing silver in the moonlight. Like a promise. Silver... Max knows. It's now. Or never. What the hell
0: are you doing?! My badge!
2: The teen may be bloody, but he ain't out. Ah! He seizes the chance as well. Don't say anything. You don't have to. His eyes are wild with rage. A trickle of blood flowing down his scalp as he leans there against the side of the bridge. I think the kid has seen eyes like those before. I think he knows what's gonna come next. A man like that's only gonna respond a certain kind of way. The kid's horrified. And he's even more horrified when he sees what comes rising up behind him.
0: Ah! Ah! What, what, what the hell is that?
2: They stare agape as the earth itself rises up. A figure sculpted out of fetid muck, long entombed in river-bottom clay. Its voice nothing but a mud choked death rattle. No, no, no! It wraps its dripping arms around the policeman and pulls the cop over the side of the bridge. Payment for passing. See, I knew he had a friend out there, someone to watch over him in the night, a warden of the heart. <laughs> Have we trials and temptations? Is there trouble anywhere? We should never be discouraged. to the Lord in prayer What a friend we have in Jesus Well, I was wondering when you'd turn up again That was some trick, friend You got a good kid there Stubborn, but full of surprises.
1: 15 Days of Halloween, Devil's Night Starring Carter Rockwood and Clancy Brown Episode 5, The Bridge Written by Robert Lamb Edited by Zoe Shea Sound design by Jesse Funk Featuring the voices of Joe Hart, Raphael Corkill, and Vinnie Balbo And guitar playing by Joe Hart Directed by Alexander Williams Script supervision by Nicholas Tokoski Casting by Sunday Bowling CSA and Meg Mormon CSA. Production Coordinator, Wayna Calderon. Production Assistants, Zoe Shea and Amber Ferris. Animal Recording by Ben James. Closing Theme by Rose Azerti. LoyaltyFreakMusic.com Recorded at DG Entertainment in Los Angeles, California. Engineered by Gary Forbes and Jody Abbott. Executive producers Aaron Mankey, Noah Feinberg, Chris Dickey, Matt Frederick, and Alexander Williams. Supervising producers Trevor Young and Josh Thane. Producers Jesse Funk and Rima Ilkayali. 13 Days of Halloween was created by Matt Frederick and Alexander Williams and is a production of iHeart 3D Audio, Blumhouse Television, and Grim and Mild from Aaron Mankey. Learn more about the show at grimandmild.com slash 13 days and find more podcasts from iHeartRadio by visiting the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.